Good evening, world. This is the podcast Assassin's and your host, S. Laura Cattell. <clears throat> welcome back, welcome back. Hope your day was good. We left off with an absolutely fabulous note from the universe yesterday, and we are going to start in today with the bonus tips for his six steps, or six guidelines, I should say, for visualizing. Alright, so yesterday we went over that, so create a visualization guidelines. So to visualize once a day, just once, not to, because otherwise you run the risk of staying in dreamland and not actually living life. So first, first one is to visualize just once a day. Second one is to visualize no longer than five to ten minutes at a time. Right? Number three, imagine every conceivable detail. The more you, if, if feels like a memory, the more your mind starts matching up your current lifestyle or your current life with the memory of how you're living. Does that make sense? It'll eventually sync up. You just gotta keep doing that. So imagine every conceivable detail. Really get into it. Number four, feel the emotion. Can't be stressed enough. We went over that in the secret also. Feel the emotion. What does it feel like when you've got that abundance, when you've got that perfect body, when you've got that perfect partner? How happy do you wake up in the morning? You roll over and you see this person and it's the love of your life and you can't believe that you're with them. Right? Does it make you want to run downstairs and make them breakfast or coffee? Can you see yourselves going to the beach? Or going on vacation? Or just, you know raggedy get out of bed messy hair look really get into the details same thing with a uh, you know really amazing looking body I don't know what your particular um, aesthetic is but you know visualize happy with yourself in the mirror everyone asking to take your picture can I take my picture with you oh my god you look amazing just what would that actually look like if you were to achieve this thing you are trying to manifest Okay, so feel the emotion. Really get into the feeling and the emotion. That's what jump starts it. Number five, put yourself in the picture. <laughs> as silly as that might seem, people forget to put themselves in the picture. Okay? You can't... You'll end up manifesting for other people, and he used the... Um, the blue sapphire, sapphire blue Volkswagen Beetle with a retro design. And she was focusing on it, and then all of a sudden, all of her neighbors started getting one. She ended up manifesting it for everybody else but herself. Alright, so make sure you put yourself in your picture when you're visualizing. Yourself wrapping your hands around the steering wheel. Yourself opening the, the door to your dream home and walking its halls. Yourself... You know, talking to um, your your dream person, whoever that is. And number six, dwell from the end result or beyond. Right? Always start with the end result because that's where the universe works backwards. Think of it like reverse engineering. Okay? You're starting with an end result, a finished product, whatever it is, and then you're taking it apart bit by bit by bit by bit to figure out how it was done and to make it better. You're reverse stepping from the end result point back to where you are currently. 
That might not make sense to you, but it did make sense in my head, and I apologize if that doesn't make sense outright. But the note from the universe we stopped off with was really awesome. And so I'm going to repeat it before we get farther. Did you know that whenever you think a brand new thought, however fleeting, there are switches flicked here, buttons pressed, lovers thrown, banners unfurled, wheels turned, hats tipped, winks winked, angels sent, connections made and conga lines formed. For starters, you wouldn't even believe me if I told you what happens when you visualize. Yeah, a lot. A lot. The universe. No, that was word for word. That was word for word. Okay, so, before we get any farther, we're to bonus tips. Shout out to the restaurant industry. All my guys and gals out there in Foodland, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do. Sometimes it's thankless, and sometimes it's painful, and sometimes it's downright painful, and it requires a trip to the emergency room. I know. I've done a couple of them. On one such, I lost the tip of my left finger. They used to all match. They don't match anymore. So to all my guys and gals out there, thank you for all you do. May your work be fulfilling. May you always be busy so you never have time to lean. Because if you got time to lean, you got what? Time to clean. Ha ha ha. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, I'm begging you, please, don't give up. Don't quit. Don't quit. Okay. Bonus tips. So here are some extra tips that evolved over the two years I was sharing manifesting change with live audiences. Emotion revisited. I wouldn't be surprised if one day I host workshops on the topic of emotions because they're not only the jewel of all time-space adventures, but also our mightiest tool in hastening the manifestations of our thoughts. It's almost impossible to say too much on the subject because the real underlying reason anybody would want improved health, more friends, or lavish abundance would always be to enhance their own happiness. Actually, you could literally look at all the other things that you might ever want in your life and view them as cursed howls toward ultimately experiencing true joy. Therefore, I not just bypass all those details and go straight to feeling the joy when visualizing. And as I mentioned earlier, don't be afraid that by pushing the larger slash general happiness button, you're not going to get material goodies in your life. The material things don't matter. On the contrary, I was advising that you push it because material things totally rock. And you deserve all that you can imagine. And the fastest way to draw them into your life is by focusing on and visualizing joy. Whether visualizing it with or without material details, you unmistakably impress upon the universe what it is that you really want. So just to reiterate, material things do matter. What do you mean? Material things don't matter in the sense that um, 
You shouldn't be focusing on just those things to materialize. Material things totally can rock, right? It's fantastic to walk around in a big-ass house with a pool outside and your own private movie theater and chef's kitchen and all that stuff. That's totally awesome, right? When he's sitting here and he's talking about visualizing joy, visualizing happiness, if you're not happy with those things that you're visualizing, you're not going to get them. And I would earnestly ask if you're visualizing them because of something else, why, why, if it doesn't make you happy, would you want to manifest that? And I make it a point to pull up the house when I'm talking about this because everyone seems to, seems to think, excuse me, seems to think that the big house is the symbol of, you know, the success and I've made it and whatnot, but do you really want a big house? Do you really want the 30,000 square foot mansion? Do you want to have to pay the requisite staff it takes to keep up such a 30,000 square foot mansion? Totally cool if you do. Totally cool. But do you really want to? Is that what you really want? Or do you really just not want to have to worry about a mortgage? Would you just rather be happy with a tastefully done three-bedroom cabin by the beach? You know, make it as, as elaborate as you want, but it doesn't need to be big if it's just you and your spouse. Or even if it's just you. I don't know, maybe you're single. Maybe you're not really sure what your dream home looks like yet because you're not sure who you're sharing it with yet and or can be both your idea of a dream home can change all right when you're visualizing the material details you're sending out a signal to the universe kind of like when you're sitting there, and I'm going to use this as a bad analogy and you're going to cringe, but you're going to get what I'm saying. When you're talking about something in your home and then all of a sudden you see ads on Facebook for it, or YouTube, or Google, right? You're sitting there and you're talking about it out loud, and then all of a sudden, and or you're searching in the search bar, right? on Google's website, and then all of a sudden you see targeted uh, targeted ads on when you're scrolling on Facebook for that exact same thing. Think of it kind of in that sense. So when you're focusing, like search bar, when you're focusing on you know this thing, like I'd really like the cabin by the beach rather than a 30,000 square foot mansion in the Bahamas, whatever, okay? Then Facebook then takes your those search parameters and starts bringing you targeted ads. It's the same thing with the universe. When you're focused on that vein of material things, the universe will then start sending you like things. They might not be exactly, sometimes they are exactly, but they will send you like things. That might be the weirdest analogy that I've ever done, but honestly, it works. Alright, so 
I just wanted to put that in there. So back to the book. I remember when I met Rhonda Byrne, creator, producer, and visionary of The Secret. Before filming started, I asked her not only what The Secret was to her, but also what her goal for the film was. Rhonda answered that she wanted to share the secret of the law of attraction and bring joy to billions. Talk about an ideal end result! Not because it seemed selfless, I see little merit in selfless goals, but because it was ethereal from the get-go. Joy to billions! Many people don't know this, but there was no script for the secret. There wasn't even an insistence on who said what or who spoke when. In fact, there wasn't even an insistence on who was interviewed. Each teacher who did end up in front of the camera was given between one to four hours of taping time to just talk about whatever he or she wanted to talk about within the general context of the law of attraction and the power of thought. Talk about latitude! Wow, that... Oh, I did not know that. That's a fascinating backstory. So that's all just them... If you've ever seen The Secret, the movie itself, I... Not just the book, but I highly encourage you to go watch the movie because you get to see all these people talking pretty much word for word what was in the book with those quotes. I didn't know that it was scripted. Or unscripted, I should say. Now I'm highly curious because obviously it's the secret was not one to four hours long, past, uh, you know, plus however many teachers was in there. So that's lots of hours of some of the greatest minds. Ooh, sorry, some of the greatest minds on Earth right now, just talking for four hours. And I would love to see what the bonus footage is. Damn. After 150 hours of videotape, Rhonda and her expert editorial team followed their intuition and spliced together one speaker after another, whittling it all down to a thread of 92 minutes that made flawless sense. If they had insisted on a script or details, they could have jeopardized not only the production value that was captured, but the entire success of Rhonda's end result to bring joy to billions. 150 hours of videotape. Now I want to see the other 148.5 hours of videotape. I'm now so unbelievably curious. Mm. That was That's fantastic, though. I like this story because it illustrates that you don't have to remember to think of abundance to have abundance. Health to have health, or good relationships to have good relationships. If you're thinking happiness, it implies all of that. It implies that everything else in your life is going to be taken care of for you. And this leaves the universe ample room to shock and delight you in countless ways, day by day and week after week, throughout your entire life. You don't have to get specific to experience specifics thereby leaving infinite room for you to be surprised when your focus is first emotionally defined. The universe knows exactly what you want, as well as the quickest and easiest way to assemble the details and circumstances that will yield it. 
and that will invariably include surprises. See, this is when he starts talking, and I absolutely love the way he writes. Ample room to shock and delight you in countless ways. I love that. That was a direct quote from Rhonda, though. Just a um, heads up. Joy to billions. She wanted to bring joy to billions. Hells, yes. Thank you, ma'am. I would absolutely love to have that as an end result. I would absolutely also love to bring joy to billions. That's fantastic. All right. Even some of the biggest movie stars haven't even gotten to that that stage. Joy to billions. Wow. Alright, so, a note from the universe. The script for the most amazing time in your life is nearing perfection. We're so excited and happy for you. Bravo! It's complete with friends and laughter, wealth and abundance, health and harmony, and best of all, there are going to be some really neat surprises. Big surprises, really huge, Texas style. And you're going to say, but, 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 how? Never in all my life have I ever imagined such outrageousness. All my expectations have been exceeded. Never have I even dreamed of being so blessed. And we're going to say, oh, yes, you did. And you're going to say, oh, no, I didn't. And we'll say, did. And you'll say, didn't. And then we'll remind you of those occasions when you simply saw yourself happy, visualizing euphoric happiness, bypassing the details, smiling from ear to ear in your mind's eye, pumping your fist, dialing your friend's cell phone number with shaking fingers, happy tears running down your face, when you left all the hows to the universe. And you're going to say, oh. And we're going to say through tears of our own, nice hows, huh? Happens all the time. The universe. Gosh, those are neat. I love those notes. Don't they just make you well up inside? Hmm. Alright, so let's push that. So set up a formal practice for visualizing. Make visualizing a ritual. Come on, this is easy. Easier than yoga, running, or weightlifting. Yet it promises so much more. You don't need to buy expensive equipment, rent a fancy location, or purchase a whole new wardrobe. Pick a room in your house, pick a chair in that room, pick a time of day, and get a little timer. If one doesn't come built into your watch or cell phone, then a kitchen egg timer will do just fine. After 5 to 10 minutes, you're done till tomorrow. You can do this. You can treat visualizing with respect. In fact, I bet you already do something like this every day. I bet you brush your teeth at least once a day. Goodness, I'm hoping you brush your teeth at least once a day. I bet you have got a place in your house where you brush your teeth. I bet you've even gone out of your way to buy tools to help you brush your teeth. And the reason you've gone to such such great extremes is because you know how profoundly valuable it is. It makes your teeth whiter and keeps them healthy. Well, if from this day forward you were to do only one of two things for the rest of your life, either brush your teeth or visualize 
Visualize. It can do so much more for you. Please, please still brush your teeth. I'm, that's That was in the book. Still brush your teeth. You can still visualize, but my goodness, brush your teeth. It can do so much more for you. You can even visualize whiter teeth while you're at it. You religiously brush your teeth even though doing so isn't going to bring you a new relationship. It's not going to increase or decrease the traveling you do. And it's not going to get your entrepreneurial business off the ground. It's not going to bring you into abundance or find your creative, fulfilling employment. Whereas simply imagining these end results can be the spark that starts bringing them all to you. I.e., you have the time for the menial tasks that you do every day even though they don't bring you any of the things that you desire. So you can find the time to devote five to ten minutes to visualizing the life you say you desire. He just picked brushing your teeth as a stick, a stick a sore thumb out. Alright. Just carve out some time every single day or at least Monday through Friday, as I do, to think those thoughts while visualizing. And happily, these two exercises, brushing your teeth and visualizing, are not mutually exclusive. So I can suggest you continue to brush your teeth too. Ah. Note from the universe. The trick with imagination is remembering to use it. Visualize every day. See you there, the universe. Mm -hmm. Let's see. How many more pages do we have? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so we're going to finish it out till chapter 5 then, and we'll do chapter 5 tomorrow. So, get physical when you're visualizing. Now, I want to advise that this is proprietary information. I don't believe you have ever heard what I'm about to share with you, mostly because it's a little crazy, or perhaps unconventional is a better word. Knowing how valuable emotion is when visualizing. I realized some time ago that I wasn't actually feeling all that all that I could feel. Normally when I would practice my daily four minutes of visualizing, I really didn't do anything to feel the emotion. Other than perhaps clench my fists, shake and grimace as if to say, Yeah, I'm there, baby, I'm happy. But I began to notice that on some days I'd also visualize just briefly, for one minute, right before I began writing the daily note from the universe. And when I visualize writing the note, I don't imagine the process of writing. That's messing with the cursed house. I go beyond to the end result, which for me is that joyful woohoo feeling that I have when I know I've written really well. That is my end result, the feeling and emotion, and it's my goal, my only goal, every time I sit down to write. Well, one day, while paying attention to myself doing this mini-visualization, I realized that I wasn't just saying woohoo in my mind's eye. No, I was whooping and hollering in my office, pumping my fists in the air, sometimes on my feet and letting out a big, audible yee 
and woohoo with other animated gestures and sounds. I realized that I was getting physical, almost unwillingly, to ramp up the emotion connected to my visualizing and my desired end result. Now why would anyone want to do that? Because emotion, true raw emotion, is the turbocharger of change for getting fast manifestation results. Emotion brings about what you've been thinking about faster, and I couldn't help but notice that this system of mine was working like a charm for my writing. I decided to add this getting physical step to my daily four-minute visualization. You may be in a dark and quiet room, but that doesn't mean that you have to sit there like a monk. Here's a note from the universe that actually though unintentionally at the time of writing, illustrates what you can be doing physically when you're visualizing. I encourage you to act out the words in this note the next time you visualize. So, note from the universe. Anyone watching you? Good! This is a double secret exercise. Pretend you've just received a phone call with wonderful, mind-blowing, life-changing news. As you put down the receiver, your arms fly up above your head with joy, pumping your fists and waving your palms like you just crossed the finish line before throngs of adoring fans. You cover your face with your hands, trying to contain the euphoria, but it doesn't work. So you reach for the sky again while shaking your head in disbelief. You're grinning, crying, and just so happy. Yes! Life is awesome, and you feel so grateful. Got it? Good. Now, if someone ever catches you doing this, you just tell them it was your pet psychic who called, and they'll forget everything they just saw. Especially if you don't have a pet. You amaze me, the universe. That was hilarious. But that was, that's an awesome visualization right there. I'm going to steal that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe the rah-rah uh, with my fists in the air, not so much, but absolutely the visualization and the uh, emotion accompanying. That's a fantastic one. Alright, so these are the antics that you can get up to. The theatrics you can play when you're visualizing. Let it be fun. Be creative. Add a dance step or two. Or, for that matter, turn up some music. Because there are no rules. And it doesn't even have to be a dark and quiet room. Just feel the joy! One of the things I like most about this note is that it illustrates that you don't even have to have a reason or an imagined set of details or circumstances to feel the joy when you visualize. Just feel the joy. In the note, it didn't say that you just won the lottery or that someone you find very attractive is interested in you. You can leave all of those details to universal principles. It still do, it'll still do its job of bringing that joy back to you like a boomerang on this plane of manifestation that we live on. The universe will literally rush around behind the curtains of time and space to rearrange circumstances so that you will have the actual physical and material reasons to finally manifest the joy that you put out there when you were visualizing. Of course, you can and you must take action in the general direction of your dreams. But we haven't quite gotten to that point, part of the book yet. Just yet. In the meantime, visualizing is the least 
you can do to get the most. Now that's playing the Matrix. Ooh, that's a fantastic one. Ten, you just received a phone call with wonderful, mind-blowing, life-changing news. Like, I want you to understand, like, the yeehaw moment behind that. Like, you just learned that the business that you've um, been babying just went public and the IPO just went to a billion dollars, which means you earned 400 million. Do you think you might feel a little weak in the knees when you get that phone call? Hmm? Or maybe you're trying to go over an artistic bent, like you want to be a hit singer or a, a hit um, A-list actor, and you're, that phone call is from like uh, Sony or from one of the top agents, right? Like life-changing news. But you don't have to even add the details. Just pretend you've gotten a phone call and you're in the afterglow. How would you react to getting fantastically mind-blowing, life-changing news? Would you cry? Would you pump your fists in the air? Would you jump up and down? Would you try and call every friend that you know to let them know the good news? Maybe you'd run out and get yourself a bottle of champagne? I'm not suggesting you do that, but... Right, what well, what would be your immediate reaction? <laughs> Alright, so tomorrow we will pick up with authoritatively The Power to Have It All, Chapter Five. Alright. And we're getting a little long on there, so that was a good one today. Mmm. Some people look at this differently. So some people look at visualization as almost meditative. And you can't really be meditative if you're getting up and out of your chair and jumping up and down and going woohoo and yeehaw. So do what feels right for you. Just know that the more emotion that you can charge into your uh, visualizations is the better your manifestations and the faster your manifestations come. So, we will pick up with chapter 5 tomorrow, so go ahead and give yourself a little wiggle, and get in a little stretch, and we will do our two-minute brain break. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, I, uh, have to be hairball. Hmm. Oh, goodness. Okay. Hush you. Go ahead and close your eyes. Now let's take a nice, beautiful deep breath in. And let it back out. And take another nice, luxurious deep breath in. And just let your awareness settle 
into the space. Gentle, gentle, white as a feather. Just become aware of what's in the room with you. The bed, the desk, the chair. The lamp, the computer, the TV, the coffee table, the remote control, whatever, whatever is present in the room with you. Just let your awareness gently acknowledge the space and the volume that's being here. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Alrighty. So tomorrow we're starting on Chapter 5. Don't forget to visualize, and by all means, get in with it. Get up, throw your fists in the air, wave your hands around, get excited. Don't need the details. That, that was a fantastic visualization to turn things around. If you're having, um, let's say you're even down in the dumps, right? That actually makes the contrast even better so long as you don't start comparing the stuff you're visualizing to your current life. Okay? Just pretend, imagine, that you've just gotten off the phone with the most amazing life-changing news. Like, I'm going to tear up because I'm so emotional. This is so fantastic, joy-filled news that you've ever heard in your life. Alright. And you can't wait to share it? Right after you finish, right after you remember how to breathe? Type of news? And spend four minutes, he spends four minutes he advises no more than 10, so some, somewhere between the 5 to 10 mark, but see how long you can stay in that visualization for. And get physical with it. And you might just shock yourself. I will see you guys tomorrow with a chapter 5. This is the podcast, Sassafras. You guys have a fantastic night.